Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. I am Yamla. I've been very open about the fact that I was not always good at making my relationships work. I have been divorced three times, twice from the same person. In other words, I have seen a lot and failed a lot in my relationships. So I am here to share with you what I learned along the way because I did take copious notes. Welcome to the R-Spot a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. When we get feedback from an audio device, sometime on our phone or on the computer, it's like a loud screeching noise that we don't want to hear. And that's the same thing we do when we get feedback in our relationships. And it usually comes to us in a very forceful, harmful, dysfunctional way, but it's still feedback. And feedback is purposeful. My next caller has some feedback, and we're going to dissect it together. Listen. Greetings, beloved, and welcome to the R Spot. Thank you for calling in today. And what is your relationship challenge, issue, or dilemma? Oh, boy. Um, okay. Uh uh, well, first, let me say um, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, and my dilemma is I I feel lost. Um, I feel lost and I don't know what to do or feel or how to react um, to the people that have decided to cut off ties with me, um, but now have recently reached out in hopes to reconnect. And I just don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. So you're you're lost because they left. <laughs> I was lost when they left originally, and it's it's been a, a couple people, but majority like the ones that have hit me the most are two cases. Like one was my cousin, um, and one was my uh, best friend from like high school. So what does that mean? Cut off ties. What does that mean? What did that look like? With my best friend, um, she had changed her phone number uh, and didn't tell me any of this. She changed her phone number, um, blocked me on social media, and didn't bother to call or text. And this was also around like my birthday, which I uh, kind of took a little personal because uh, I mean she didn't even say happy birthday to me. Um, and like, and this was also in the time that we were arguing to say. Um, and same with my cousin, really, he, 
um, yelled at me, um, called me names and stuff like that. And then um, also decided to block me. Um, and as, as until recently, both of them actually have reached out, but I just haven't called them back or really texted them because I, I don't know what to say or do. Okay. What led up to that? Because I'm not going to believe that one morning, both of them just, or whatever morning or day or Tuesday or Wednesday, mm-hmm. they just woke mm-hmm. up and changed their numbers and block you. So what led up to that? Um, well, okay. With me and my best friend, we were kind of going through this growth period. Um, we had a lot of like, um, I was holding a lot of secrets. I was holding a lot of secrets. I'll admit that. Um, I finally got the courage to talk to her, open up about it. And we, it seemed like we got past it. Um, but then as I, it seemed like I kept opening up to her. It seemed like the more I would open up, the more judgmental it seemed like she would get towards me. Um, an example would be, I, so I, okay, wait a minute, 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 cause I can feel your nerve. I can feel your nervousness. Yeah. So take a breath and just relax. Take a breath and, and just relax. I don't bite. You can't even see me. Okay. And I'm not going to judge you. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What is it that you don't want me to know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> take a breath, take a breath, take a breath, take a breath. What What is it that you don't want me to know? What a couple I, what, things, what, I guess. What, um, what, I, what I don't want you to know is just, you know, general comment. What I don't want you to know is what? I, what I don't want to know is, um, okay, I am bisexual, and it's it is hard for me to you know showcase that to the world. Okay, take a breath, take a breath. Let's wait a minute. Let's do this one step at a time. Okay. <sighs> okay, okay, calm, calm down. <laughs> so you don't want me to know that you're bisexual, and that it's difficult for you to 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 show that to the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. What that leads me to believe, and I could be wrong. I am more than willing to be wrong. That would say to me that either you were inauthentic with your best friend and your cousin, or you lied to your best friend and your cousin. Which one is it? <laughs> uh, well, with my best friend, I would say I was, I lied. Okay. All right. Right there. Right. Wait a minute. Right there, right there. We want to. We got you taking on too much. You're trying to eat the belt elephant in one in one bite. Mm-hmm. Let's eat the elephant one bite at a time, and we're not going to start at the butt. We're not going to start at the nasty part of the elephant. We're going to start at the ear. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can do that. Okay. Do so, that. what I don't want you to know is that. I'm bisexual. And I have some judgments about that. Is that accurate? Uh, judgments, judgments or fears. Okay. Yeah. Shame, guilt. I don't know. One of those. All of them. All of the above or some of the above. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've got some fear about that. 
All right. So what I don't want you to know is that I'm bisexual. And what I don't want you to know is that I have some fear attached to my bisexuality. What I don't want you to know is that I lied to my best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So there we go. Now I know. Now I know. What's next? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what one, one of the things that led up to the breakdown between you and your best friend is that you weren't honest. Mm-hmm. One of the things that led up to the breakdown between you and your cousin is that either you weren't honest or you were inauthentic. Would that be accurate? No, not with my cousin. Not with my cousin, no. But with my friend, that is 100% accurate. Okay. So what led up to the breakdown between you and your cousin? What is it that you didn't want her to know? What is it that you didn't want her to know? So it's interesting because um, my cousin, um, his, his name is Tyler. We are, uh, we're a close knit family. Um, cause, uh, his like father is my dad's like brother and his mother is my mother's sister. And so we're like, like, and I don't have any, I didn't have any brothers. And so okay. I was, we were really close and now growing up, um, it seems like it's been like a competition almost to who has a better life. And as of recently, and what, what the breakdown was is his mother um, sent a family group chat, basically like slandering me saying that it's my fault that um, she has a bad life and, and can't afford to uh, get a, a car um, loan. And my cousin um, defended her and he had said, oh, I'm going to knock him off his high horse. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Um, I, it was, it, this one was completely a blind side for me. And so that's kind of what happened with my cousin. And they all kind of like jumped against me. Like, and it was just me against the world at that point. Why would she say it's your fault that she can't get a car loan? So um, being um, the only uh, kid really in, the, in my family and I've, um, a couple of sisters and three other cousins. I've been the only one that went to college and I had no other way of paying for college. You know, my mom had bad credit. My dad had bad credit. I didn't have no credit at the time. So my aunt um, was able to um, sign off on a student loan as a co-signer with me. Um, and, um, and you didn't pay it. Well, I mean, we were in a pandemic and okay. I didn't have to at the time. And this is whatever okay. the breakdown was going on. Like this. Okay. And um, they didn't quite understand that part either. And I'm also like trying to make it myself. Like I just got out of the house. Like I was t- financing my own car that I would had bought. And so I was living on one pay or income for myself to pay back all of this. And living in America is hard. <laughs> and, um, and I understand their point, but. It's not like I don't didn't want to or wasn't going to ever. It's just I didn't have it to do yet. It wasn't my time. You know, I was trying to get my life together at the same time. Your behavior had an impact on her credit. Is that accurate? Without all the story, without the pandemic and the loans and whatever, she co-signed for a loan with you. That means you had an agreement or a commitment to do something that you didn't do. And the way she experiences that is because you didn't do what you committed to do. It had a negative impact on her, period. Mm -hmm. 
Would that be accurate? Yes. Yes, it would be. Mm -hmm. So sit right there for a moment. Not with all the story. Okay. Because some people think, oh, I can borrow money. If I don't pay the bank, it's okay. If I don't pay my mother, it's okay. That's my mom. She knows my story. Make believe your aunt is Bank of America. <laughs> okay. They don't really give two snits about why you're not honoring the agreement you made. Do you think they care? No. Yeah. So Auntie Bank of America now has a bad debt on her books because you didn't honor your commitment, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, if, if, if Auntie Bank of America, if it was Bank of America, what would they do? Harass me until I guess I fork over. Keep it simple. They would, yeah, they would come after you for the money. And what Auntie did to come after you was she put it in the group chat, period. Yeah. But but your thinking is auntie shouldn't have done that because she knows I'm trying to make it. Bank of America don't care that you're trying to make it. They're trying to make it, too. Auntie shouldn't have said that about me. Well, Bank of America now has a bad debt on their books because of you. And yeah, there was the pandemic. And yeah, it took the president a minute to cancel all student debts. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But Auntie Bank of America has a bad debt on her records in her books because you didn't do what you said you would do. Period. It ain't personal. It's real. Right. We'll talk more about it when we come back. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. 
we're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome back to the R Spot. Let's pick up where we left off. Take a breath. Okay, what's going on? What's that? Tell me what's happening. I guess um, I'm just thinking. About? So, I guess I... I I know the wrong that I did. It's not wrong, beloved. It's not wrong. Because that's going to lead to blame and shame and guilt. It's not wrong. I understand the choice I made. And I understand the consequence of that choice. Mm -hmm. Do you understand the choice that you made? Yes. Yes. And do you understand that choice had a consequence that had a negative impact on somebody else? I do. Yes. Okay. Have you asked have you asked for forgiveness? Or did you just freak out because Auntie Bank of America shouldn't have put that in the chat? <laughs> I I didn't ask for forgiveness, no. Okay. Okay. I think Okay. It was so much the other things that came along with it that kind of derailed from me trying to apologize. I, I did ask for patience. Is it was so much like uh, the name calling that it kind of went to, um, and why did he even have to go to the family group chat? Because Auntie Bank of America didn't know what mm-hmm. else to do. She didn't. She she could have called the collection agency. She could mm-hmm. have sent you harassing letters. She could have. But the same way that you responded emotionally, she responded emotionally. And Auntie Bank of America, had you gone to a collection agency, it would have ruined your credit. They would have been calling you at 8 o'clock in the morning, 8 o'clock at night. They would have been sending you letters in pink envelopes. She did not know how to do all of that. So she did what she went to the other collection agents in the family. (laughs) She put it in the chat, hoping that one of the collection agents would support her in getting what she needed, which was you to do what you committed to do. Yeah. Wasn't the best choice, but oh well. What you put out comes back. That's true. So when Auntie Bank of America's son, who happens to be your cousin and your best friend, uh, heard about that, he wasn't going to jump to your defense. He was going to jump to his mother's defense. And he probably didn't do that well either. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, he was the one that was very... Trigger happy when it came to calling out the names and and um, so much the I guess the muscle and getting the um, me to move quicker with paying back the debt. And is one of the names that he called you? Did it have something to do with you being a bisexual? No, he didn't. But he did say a lot of like um, I think that I'm better than them and. And I don't think that's the case. And I think those with those words coming, it kind of feels like I should. Those are like thoughts that they had prior to even the argument. 
and should I believe the words that they were saying in the argument? Because n- now it's like no nothing holding them back, and that's the part that I'm struggling on if I should move past. Because now that I know, I feel like I know their real thoughts about me. Do I accept your apology, or is it like cover until the next? argument or whatever comes up. Well, are you open to the possibility that there's a totally different approach? Yeah, I mean, I will take anything to get clarity, yes. <laughs> okay. Is your relationship with your cousin an important relationship in your life? I mean, does it bring you joy? Does it fill your heart? Does it make you want to be a better person? Does it serve as a part of your foundation Is it that kind of relationship? Yeah, I would say so. All right, fine. Is your relationship with your best friend an important relationship in your life? Um, Wow, that's a good one. Um, I mean, at one point it was, yeah. I feel like since I got over it, I did the work to get over it. It it maybe doesn't ring so much as important, but it was, I know. Because it really hurt me whenever she um, distanced herself from me. Because I chose her as, like, family. We chose each other as family, you know. You don't choose, like, your birth family, but friendships, you know, that's all That's all me. And Well, I mean, it takes two, but... So, so it is an important relationship in your life because you chose it. Mm, yeah. And you trusted her and she trusted... Okay. So, are you willing to do whatever is required to heal those relationships and and recreate them? Because they may be different going forward. But if they are important relationships to you, if they are of value to you, then are you willing to do what is required to heal them? Yeah, I, I am. I am. <laughs> okay. Why the hesitation? Because it's coming back to that fear of I don't want to end up in the same spot or like maybe not the same argument, but another argument that leads to another spiral, a downhill spiral, a downward spiral. Well, see, this is what I can tell you about relationships, important relationships in your life. Some some relationships are just placeholders, meaning they're there, they're there for a minute, they're, they're mm-hmm. reasonable relationships, they're going to go away. But when you have an important relationship that you chose to be in, whatever happens in that relationship is feedback. That is an opportunity and a possibility for you to grow something, heal something, or learn something. Mm-hmm. Important relationships in your life give you feedback. And what happens is when there's a breakdown in an important relationship, instead of us looking at the feedback we're receiving, we look at the other person. Look what they did. This is what they did. No, 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 no. This is happening in the relationship where you are an active participant and there's something here that you need to grow, need to learn, or need to heal. And in order to do that growing, learning, or healing, you have to humble yourself, you have to be vulnerable, you have to be willing to listen. So your best friend, because she's a human, like the rest of us, and human beings are crazy as hell. Did you know that? (laughs) 
Did you know human be human beings are crazy as hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you don't gotta tell me. <laughs> and would you would you happen to be human? Mm, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so does that mean that you're crazy as hell, like the rest of us? Uh, um, That's crazy. <laughs> if you human, you are crazy as hell, like the rest of us. Okay. So, some of this is you're crazy. Hooking up with they crazy. Mm. But there's still something, the feedback. There's something for you to learn, something for you to grow, something for you to heal. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, you've got to be willing to suspend your crazy long enough to hear the feedback, to receive the feedback. Mm -hmm. So the feedback, your, I guess it's your best friend gave you, is... I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm cutting you off. I'm changing my number. I don't want to talk to you. Now, that's crazy as hell when you're in a relationship with somebody that you love and care about and an important relationship. Because if it's important to you, it's important to her. That's the law. Mm-hmm. One person can't be experiencing something that the other person isn't experiencing unless they're in there crazy. So you must have been in your crazy when she cut you off. If you want to heal the relationship, go back to her and say, tell me about my crazy. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you were thinking, feeling, experiencing when you changed your number and blocked me on social media. And the only thing you're going there to do is get information, get the feedback. Not Mm -hmm. if she's right, not if she's wrong. She's going to tell you, she's going to give you feedback about how she was experiencing you. And in that feedback, there's something for you to learn, something for you to grow, or something for you to heal. So has she reached out to you, your best friend? Yeah, she did. Um, It took a year, (laughs) a long year. Okay. And, And how did you respond? I tried to be um, very calm, cool, and collected. Um, so I tried not to like just like throw myself back into uh, her arms. But um, I just was like, yeah, we could talk soon. Um, but like months went by, and I still haven't called. And I said I would. I just didn't know what to say or do. Ask her for the feedback. Mm-hmm. You want to know. Tell me what you were experiencing that made it okay for you to change your number and not tell me and block me on social media. How was I being? What were you experiencing? And keep your mouth shut and listen. I hear you. And then you tell her, thank you for sharing. Can I be with this for three days and get back to you? And then you take her feedback And the same way we dissected what is it that you didn't want me to know, you dissect that feedback. Mm -hmm. Not for right or wrong, but for, okay, I can see this. Not I'm like that, or I said this, or I did this because, because, no, 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 drop the story. What is the feedback she's giving you? And what can you learn from it? What can you grow from it? What can you heal from it? The universe is giving you feedback. 
That's all it is. And it, it's probably because it's your time to grow, heal, or learn. You don't have to worry about what she's growing, healing, and learning. You have to worry about what you're growing, healing, and learning. Okay. I have a solution for you, and you are probably not going to like it. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. Okay. We'll do it right after this break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome back to the R Spot. Let's get back to the conversation with your cousin because his motivation was to support or protect his mom, Auntie Bank of America. I think with him, you got to start with, please forgive me. I'm asking for your forgiveness. And I forgive myself for not honoring my commitment with your mother. I forgive myself for not understanding why she was upset. I forgive myself for thinking I was right and she was wrong. I forgive myself. Please forgive me. And what matters is you are a man. You got masculine energy. When a man has a wrongdoing or a misstep or bad behavior, he has to make amends. That is the only way he's going to rebuild his integrity. Yeah. You had a misstep here, beloved. Wasn't your fault. You're not to blame. There's circumstances, but the misstep was yours. And to to correct the misstep, you have to make amends. And the only amends you can make right now are asking for forgiveness. Yeah. And find out what you need to do to set this right. I mean, not with your auntie, but with your cousin. And eventually, you're gonna have to go to your auntie. Yeah, I figured that too. Especially <laughs> if I have to go to family functions again. <laughs> Listen, 
I'll tell you a story so you don't feel bad, okay? Because I don't okay. want you to hear that I'm making you wrong and making them right. I'm trying to balance the scales. So my grandson, uh, I, I raised my grandson, and one day he wanted something. I don't. I, I think this was in the day of the games they used to play in their hands. I don't remember what they're called. And he kept asking me for this game. Can you buy this game? Can I, Can you get me a whatever? I, I don't. I don't remember what the thing was called. But anyway. He kept saying it. Can you can you tell me this and get it, get it, get it? And and I finally I said, I've told you 52 times. I'm not buying that. I'm not. And he looked me in my eye and he said, yay, yay, you are mean. Wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> this is my brain thinking. OK, in my brain. I'm raising you because your mother ain't raising you. You living in the lap of luxury. You got your own room, a TV, your own bed. You got an all pair. You get driven to the bottom of the driveway so you can get on the school bus and ride to school and picked up at the bottom of the driveway so you don't have to walk up the hill. And I'm mean. <laughs> but because I was a wise woman, I looked at him and instead of saying you being disrespectful or, boo, 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 or whatever, I said to him, really, tell me more. <laughs> that's the wrong thing to say to a nine or ten year old boy who ain't getting his xbox or whatever the heck it is he wanted well let me tell you something baby he let me have it okay he let me have it he outlined everything i had done from the time he exited the womb <laughs> everything he thought about me, everything he felt about me, everything he remembered that I had said and not said and done. And this is what you're saying when you say the things that came out, these were the thoughts that they had about me all along. Okay, so with me and my grandson, it was around the Xbox. But when I said to him, tell me more, he just everything. And he was only nine and he went on for like 14 minutes about how horrible I was. <laughs> so these are all the things he had been holding in his mind all along. Right. And I listened. I let him. And he and then when he finished, he must have thought to himself, oh, my God, what have I said? <laughs> and you know what I said to him? Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for letting me know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that's how you feel. How can I make it better now? Know what he said? Tell me what you think he said. By the Xbox? That's right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that was his sole purpose, was to get me to the store to get the Xbox. He didn't care about how he had hurt my feelings, how he was ungrateful for everything I had done. He didn't care about none of that. He was trying to get his Xbox. So whatever they said to you, beloved, it was bringing up all of the stuff that they didn't say before because they're trying to get you to where they want you to be right now. But like with my grand, what my grandson did was give me feedback. Mm -hmm. And instead of looking at how he said it, why he said it, the way he said it, I said, okay, what, what is in here that I need to work on? What is in here that I need to grow or learn or heal? And he made some valid points. He really did. Mm -hmm. And I had to make some shifts and changes. Now, if I, at 50, 60 years old, I don't even mean, he's 30 now. If I could make the shifts or changes based on the feedback, 
you can make some shifts and changes based on the feedback. And don't get caught up in how they said it or why they said it or the way they said it. What is in the feedback that you can use? I hear you. And it makes sense. It's just it's just feedback. When important relationships break down, you're getting feedback. So there may be some adjustments you need to make. There may be something that you need to grow or learn or heal. You think you're being you, but we already know that there's some inauthenticity in there, some lies in there. You got to look at that, my love. Yeah. It's it's going to be hard to hear. Get you some get you some popcorn. <laughs> Make believe you're watching the movie and ask them, what were you experiencing? What were you seeing? What were you hearing? How was I being that made you think that was okay? Ask for the feedback. If these are important relationships and if they're not, move on. Cutting off the ties and not speaking, that's not going to heal and you're not going to grow and you're not going to learn. Yeah, I have been feeling stuck for a moment now and... I think a lot of it is because I always allow my mind to revert back to, you know, what if this happened or or what if, like, just trying to find ways of communicating that. But, yeah, I hear I hear now that I need to listen instead of being the one to talk or rebuttal a lot of their things that they're saying. (laughs) Yeah. Good. And listen without crafting your response to what you're hearing. Mm -hmm. You're going in to get feedback so you don't have a response. You want information that you can learn to that you can use to learn or heal or grow. So once they finish their sharing, chew you up some popcorn and say, thank you. Can I sit with this for a few days and get back to you? And then you look at the feedback, even if you have to write it down and say, "Okay, when I think I'm making a point, people hear me as being a bully. I'm just making that up. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, "Okay." so when I think that I have to say something and get people to agree with me, they hear this as me not being willing to listen. You know, I don't know what the feedback will be, but take the points of the feedback Mm -hmm. and see What can I learn here? What can I heal here? How can I grow here? Can I ask how should I approach this? Like, should this be something that I do face-to-face, in person, something that could be over the phone, video chat? Um, Can you handle over the phone? Can you handle a video chat? Can you handle in person? What feels right in your heart? Like, I, I don't know. I like to, like, see emotion in the face other than just words, and I like to hug afterwards if I can. Um, So it's something, I guess, in person would be something that I I would desire more. There are two approaches here. You can have the initial conversation, get the initial feedback over the phone, let's say, and then sit with it for three or four days and then go to lunch, go to dinner. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to get the initial feedback over food. (laughs) Yeah, it does help. It makes it a little easier. (laughs) Well, I don't know. It's also easy to hit somebody in the head with a dinner roll. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I would say, you know, you have to do what feels right for you. But this is a lot and it's been a year and it's been going on. Maybe have the initial conversation, even by phone. Maybe you don't need to see their face. Maybe you don't need to. They don't need to see your face on the phone. You can mute the phone and weep if you have to. Yeah, that's true. They don't want to hurt you. They don't. Maybe get the initial feedback by phone, ask for however long you need, and you're not looking for rebuttal, right and wrong. You're looking for how you can be better in the relationship. That's the feedback that you're looking for. So they're going to tell you when you did this, you said that, when you did this, when you did that, okay, then you look at it as, okay, I thought I was, you know, just sharing what was on my heart and maybe... That wasn't the best way to do it. You got to go in vulnerable and humble. Yeah. They want to repair the relationship. That's why they reached out. But now you have to go in vulnerable and humble and hear from their. And everything they say is not going to be accurate. It's their perception and they're human and they're crazy as hell. But so are you. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) So that would be my recommendation. Okay. Do that first contact by phone get the feedback, and then do in-person to see where do I need to make amends? Let, can you help me with this? You know, and how do we move forward? How do we move forward? Is that something that I should um, be a collaborative effort then? Whenever, if, if I, after I'm sitting with it and I come back to it and say, how do I move, how do we move forward? Is that something that then I could... Uh, <laughs> kind of talk or is it something that I should also just allow them to tell me tell me how I can no, move no, forward no. with them or once you assess the feedback you have a right to share you know I, I get this is how you experienced it but this is what I was trying to convey I get that I talk loud and you feel like I was yelling but I'm really not tell me how I can do it better next time Okay. You get to give feedback on the feedback. <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought I was just taking the taking the hits no. left and right. <laughs> okay. Okay. You get to give feedback. You get to say, you know, when when I yell, it's because. Oh, I'm just saying. I don't. I don't know what it is. I'm just saying. Uh, when I yell, it's because it feels to me like you're not hearing me. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. hearing me, and when when I'm not being heard feeling heard i just get louder so maybe we can implement the five second rule you share i wait five seconds before i respond i share you wait five seconds before you respond so that we're not screaming and yelling over top of each other that's just i'm you know i'm making that up but makes sense yeah no you don't just take the feedback and take their word as gospel <laughs> you get to give feedback on the feedback and share your experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you call the cousin, first thing is apologize. Ask for forgiveness. Not I'm sorry. You are not sorry. Uh, okay. Asking for forgiveness is a higher vibration than being sorry. Asking for forgiveness. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. I'm sorry says, you know, I'm weak and dumb. and No, don't bow your head. Have your spine erect, but acknowledge the wrongdoing. That's what forgiveness does. Okay. I want to ask you to forgive me. 
I understand that you were taking up for your mother. I understand Mm. that I didn't honor my agreement with her. I understand that the choice I made had a negative impact on her. And I felt like you were taking up for her and abandoning me. Please forgive me. Mm. And I want to know, in terms of our relationship, your experience that made you think it was okay to put those things about me in chat or call me names. What, what, what was your experience? Why did you think that was okay? Yeah. Yeah. Those are some of the questions I, I would like to know or be answered for sure. Those are the ones that constantly come to my head. Well, I guarantee you he thought that was okay because there were things he felt that he didn't want you to know. <laughs> Back to our original question. What are you acting like you don't know? Mm-hmm. Ooh, baby, you got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I know, I know. And my family's crazy. I tell that to everyone all the time. They're crazy. Well, they're human. They're human, just like you. Yeah, yeah. And if your family is crazy, you are related to them. <laughs> Allegedly. (laughs) And do you know that these are important relationships to you? I do. I do. Sometimes it gets hard where I feel like they, they shouldn't be, but I mean, they are. And do you know that everything that happened is simply a form of feedback coming to you to help you learn, grow, or heal? Do you know that? Yeah, they were just being human. They're being themselves. They're being crazy. Yeah, and they were doing what they thought was appropriate at a moment in the moment mm-hmm. as a, as a human being. Yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. And in re- important relationships, sometimes our crazy takes precedence over what would better serve us. <laughs> I feel like I have to release that that fear of of being vulnerable. Yeah. I think that's holding me back from a lot of the a lot of the things like starting the conversation, hearing the conversation. If you go in humble, help me understand. I want to understand how you were experiencing me that led you to believe it was okay to block me, not talk to me. I, mm-hmm. How was I being? Go in humble. Don't go in trying to prove right, make them wrong. Yeah. yeah. Get the information, no re- no reaction, no response. I mean, you may eat 10 pounds of popcorn and weep into your underwear, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm learning, I'm, learn, I'm learning that the hard way, but you're right, yeah. Because we're crazy as human beings, we usually call our lessons in with great depth of pain and dysfunction. Because <laughs> we're crazy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Just one final thing. Don't do anything until you're ready. Okay. You don't have to do this today or tomorrow. You know, if you pray or if you get still or however you strengthen yourself, ask your higher self to tell you when is the right time. And and don't move until you're ready. Because if you're not ready, you're going to make a mess. Yeah, I definitely want to get over this. And you're not stuck. You're exactly where you need to be. Mm-hmm. All things come 
uh, when they're supposed to come. Mm -hmm. You'll know exactly when to call and exactly what to do, okay? Thank you. Thank you, my love. Good luck to you. Give me a call maybe after it's all over and let me know how you made out. Okay, for sure. Okay. All right, love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There is an important tool that we can use to make all of our relationships better, and it's called feedback. (laughs) Feedback is the information we receive from what people do, what people say, and how people be in relationship with us. And what happens, unfortunately, is when people are giving us feedback or when we're getting feedback from a relationship, we get stuck in how they said it, why they said it, the way they said it, when they said it, as opposed to, hmm, what is here that I need to learn, to heal, to grow? If you're receiving feedback by people's behavior, feedback by what they say, feedback by what they do, instead of formulating the response to make yourself right and make them wrong or make yourself wrong and make them right, stop and get the feedback and ask yourself, what am I growing here? What am I learning here? What am I healing here? Because if this person loves me, they don't really want to hurt me. They're just giving me feedback. I hope this has been helpful to someone. And if you have a question about this or any other relationship issue, you can call me live at 775-307-7768. Now be sure to follow me on social media for all of the call-in times. And until then, stay in peace and not pieces. The R-Spot is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton... Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.